right. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, wait. We can do it again. I think we needed to drink. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode, a final episode of 2018 of Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learned along the way. The lemon is what left a sour taste in our mouth. The pepper is a hot topic that had everybody talking. And the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life. Join the conversation on Twitter and mm, sort of. We don't Just- get on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Just join the conversation on Twitter. We don't get on Twitter either. But we're at Lemon Pepper Wet and Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. I'm Bethany. I'm Christina. And we're going to do this again. Take two. Perfect. And we're back. Every time we come back, more time has passed. (laughs) We got to stop doing that. We got to stop doing that. But also, does that mean we have to stop living life? Because that's exactly what's been happening. That's what's been happening. I've been saying it since August. Q4 is really dragging my ass. Yeah. Yeah. This last part of the year, the... There's always some sense of like remorse, not remorse, but like mourning that happens to me really? toward the end of the year. Yeah, and everybody's so surprised. I'm just like, oh, those memories that I made back when it was hot and summer and fun, and everybody was showing skin, and my skin was doing great. Like, <laughs> it's never. I'm never gonna have those again. I'm never Until gonna do year. them. Until next year, but they're gonna be all new memories. Like. When 2019 comes around, I certainly will like have a resurgence of like optimism. Mm-hmm. But I do go this phase through this phase of just like, oh, it's over. Really? Yeah, I do. I feel I really think sad. I get excited. And I don't I'm know. like, let's leave this shit behind. <laughs> oh, see, let's no. do something new. Okay. Well, let's talk about what we did this year. Let's let's get into it. Okay. So we're gonna break down our lemon peppers and what's of. 2018 personal and general and honestly coming up with this list i don't even know if we have a real list for real yeah it was hard because this year felt like 10 years in one it was so long like i did a lot okay so let me start with a personal wet for me oh okay a personal wet was i did so much traveling this year okay where'd you go i went to maine yeah that kicked it off where was i at the beginning of the year I think Maine was the first trip I took. Yeah. Fucking excellent. Went to New York right after Maine. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Cabo. Then I went to Amsterdam. Yeah. Period. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I feel I did. I went to Maine as well. I, I guess I saw you there. Yeah. <laughs> we were there together. Um, where else? I went to D.C. for a little quick weekend trip mm. and then Amsterdam. And I think. That's it yeah. for this year. I think this is the this year I traveled more than I have any year of my life. Okay. Yeah. And then it was my first time going to Europe. It was my first time going to Mexico. A lot of firsts there. Yeah. And they were just fun-ass trips. Like, yeah. every trip that I went on this year was just perfect, mm-hmm. which after... <laughs> Other trips in the past have left sour taste. You don't want to name any <laughs> no, lemon trips? No, I'm not going to name any lemon trips, but there have been a few lemon trips, and I'm just like, I, it was nice to have a really like refreshing experience. Maine was incredible. Amsterdam was fucking incredible. Like, a way to cap off the end of the year. Yeah. Maine was great because that was a trip where, first of all, I've never been that 
I have, I've never been to Maine before, mm-hmm. so there's that. I've never camped for real, for real mm-hmm. before. I've never climbed a mountain that fucking big and almost died mm-hmm. before. <laughs> so there was a lot of like, oh, I've never done that. Uh-huh. Check it off. My, I have a sleeping bag now. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to use it again, you but have. I got a sleeping yeah. bag. So yeah, I really enjoyed Maine. I feel like DC is a second home, low key. High key. High key. Um, and Amsterdam was just like a great, like, I didn't think I was going to do anything for my birthday. And then I also feel like I celebrated my birthday for a month. (laughs) That's how it should be. (laughs) It was like, I don't want to do anything for my birthday. I don't want to do it. And then I did everything Everything. for my birthday. So that was definitely a wet for me. The traveling great memories yeah. for 2018 shout out to Kay. Shout, shout out to my she's a wet for 2018 she's, she's always been a wet like yeah <laughs> out here in the sky i in the sky mm-hmm. um okay so do you have any personal other personal wets aside from traveling um i think that i like that we're starting with the wets mm-hmm. actually i think that this year there's some lemony bits that we'll <laughs> talk about later, but as a whole, I feel like this year was a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. And you know, when growing happens, growing pains come with it. Mm-hmm. So, even though in a sense it was kind of a struggle at times, I think that I learned a lot about myself, a lot of no, I don't like that, no, I would never do that, no, I don't want that mm-hmm. for myself. And it's like making me realize what kind of life I want Mm -hmm. to live and what kind of person I want to be and what values I value (laughs) in other people. Yeah. So it's it that has been the most positive part of 2018 personally Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. myself personally. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking excellent. Like, I feel that reflection is so fucking important. A year is a long time. A year is a long time. A year is a long time, but then it's no longer than any other years. No, but I feel like there should always be growth. I can't say that if every year that I can remember that I have felt truly like I don't think this was a year of super, super personal growth for me. Okay. I think I learned a lot about. Things, I think I learned a lot this year, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I did a lot of personal growing. Okay. Personally for me, myself. <laughs> um, but That's the intention the intention next year is to actually have like feasible growth or to have goals in regards to my growth. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like sometimes growth is like personal growth is such like a buzzword. It happens yeah, yeah, yeah. like by happenstance like yeah when you look back over everything that you've been through this year yeah there was growth there but i feel like going into next year there needs to be intention for my personal growth okay and that is the thing i wouldn't say the growth was intentional yeah (laughs) i was chilling yeah and then i feel like certain Things happen that forced me Mm -hmm. to change myself for Mm -hmm. the better Mm -hmm. or forced me to approach situations differently or think about things a little bit differently sure so yeah i do like intentional growth yeah. as the theme for 2019 mm-hmm. starting with getting a therapist Ooh, for real for, real. for sure we talk so much about we personal talk about it. or mental health on this on this 
show. Yes. <laughs> and it's wild that neither of us are doing the work. Currently. Yeah. And and I also I'm not gonna drag myself too hard because I know there's other people like me mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. who know exactly what needs to be done but sometimes it takes a minute to get to that position where it's like you know what bitch you need to talk about this to somebody else yeah (laughs) and i think that too like that can't you can't you can't rule out the the fact that therapy or behavioral health and mental health and getting counsel and therapy for it is somewhat of a luxury. It's hella fucking it expensive. Yes. It's not like going to CVS where you can get a free flu shot. If mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you can't go to urgent care and pay $50 for a therapy session. You just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? And then finding someone that's compatible with you mm-hmm. is so... Like, it's just... And also, I think... I think... I guess this is also a reminder in looking for a therapist. Like, just because you find one doesn't mean that's the fit for you. Like, you can date therapists. Right, right. (laughs) Like, you can try on different ones until you find the one that works for your needs. And I think that that's something to always consider, that it is going to be trial and error. For those of us who are fortunate enough to be able to seek therapy, it is work. Like... Mm -hmm. I think the last, my last experience with a counselor or therapist was not the greatest. It wasn't awful. Like, Mm -hmm. she wasn't terrible, but I could tell that she wasn't the right fit for me. And it just... What was it about her that didn't... What do you look for in a therapist? I want someone to make me feel like they understand or are trying to understand my unique case. Okay. Um, I think it goes for a lot of doctors, a lot of people in healthcare. It's like, sometimes you're just doing your job yeah, and you're not. And in therapy, I need a little bit more than that. You know, it's not a one size fits all type of situation. Um, also she was very religious. And so Mm. a lot of her recommendations for me were Christian based, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but I wanted options. Yeah. And I don't think she could provide that because she was a Christian. Like she, this is what she believes is right. And this is how she believes you're going to get to the next step. And if you don't subscribe to that, then it's, it it didn't fit. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, I don't necessarily want to read books by Christian authors that have this slant. Yeah. Like I need, Cause that that's not me really right now anyway you know right so um, when next time I feel like I don't know I just feel like she never really got to the root of my issues like she was just very like okay I'm hearing what you're saying here's the fix but not necessarily like well why are you even having this issue in the first place right I want to dig I want to go deep. Mm. Sounds terrifying. It does sound terrifying. And I think that has that was my deterrent from my last therapist. Like we did a lot of digging quickly mm. and I wasn't I was already in a very um I don't know. I don't want to say bad place, (laughs) but I was in a low place Mm -hmm. already. Mm -hmm. So the digging and like talking about painful things was just, it felt like every time I was going, I was being tortured. Like I didn't like it. So I guess I want 
a little bit of both. Like, yeah. we can talk about some fucked up shit, but can you also help me in my current... Pace it. Day-to-day yeah. life. Yeah. Like, give. I want someone who will give me coping mechanism, mechanismas, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and who will help me get over past events. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean... <clears throat> Yeah, again, it's just like personality types, finding a person that fits for you. I don't know if I need someone maybe younger Mm. or, you know, I think there is a nuage approach to mental health that we've seen here recently, like Mm -hmm. just kind of a resurgence of like, especially black mental health. It's like y'all got to deal with ancestral trauma that y'all haven't fucked around with. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I don't know. Go see a therapist if you can. Go see a therapist. One thing we did do this year, because now I'm like going back through our photos, because that's a good indicator of what the fuck we actually did this year. Um, We attended the National Silence the Shame Day Textathon. Shout out to Kim. She um, had us come out. And if we have your numbers, we probably text you about silencing the shame. Mm-hmm. And I, that's a local group here in Atlanta. And they're all about bringing awareness to shutting down mental health stigma, mm-hmm. hence silence the shame. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about them on the podcast before, but that was just another tie in to us, like really trying to. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I think it's, that is a big part of it too. Just becoming comfortable with, even talking about like mental health in general. Yeah. Like I think that doing this podcast and having such an emphasis on it and like really just realizing how important it is does make me, it gives me kind of the gusto to like want to actually go in for myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's becoming such a normalized topic of conversation amongst me and my peers that it doesn't feel so like, it doesn't feel so stigmatized. Yeah. And, and it's also like a practice what you preach mm. kind of deal. Yes, I'm calling yes, myself yes, out. Yes, I'm calling yes, myself yes, out. Yes, <laughs> um, in other news, yes. <laughs> Baychella happened Woo! this year. Lord, you know what I can never get out of my head? The fact that we watched it on Pornhub. And it was the title of the video was Black Woman Fucks, what is it, Crowd of People or something like that? Something. But it was like, but it is like, yeah, no, she fucked us all up. You know what I mean? Um, Baychella was epic as shit. I never thought that Beyonce would headline Coachella for some reason. For some reason, I just thought she was above that. Really? Yeah, I did. I think there's some things that Beyonce will never do. Like, I don't think we'll get a normal interview out of her ever again. What's a normal interview? I don't think she's going to be on the red carpet doing interviews. You know what I mean? I don't think she's going to be doing interviews with E! Entertainment or BET. Mm -hmm. I think if she ever has another interview type thing it's gonna be like her own documentary on hbo yeah. some shit like i'm that. gonna give it to you how i want to yeah it. like how jay-z didn't jay-z do something like that on title where he was like four, having four, four, four. lunch yeah yeah um okay i feel that but she came to fucking it was a treat play. i've never seen beyonce in concert so i felt like i was there mm-hmm. and i watched it every time it came on because mm-hmm. they showed it like they showed it live and then they replayed it the next morning. And then, like you said, we watched it on Pornhub. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Um, that was really, it was a really, really excellent performance. It makes me wonder, because I've never personally had a desire to go to see, like, On the Run or whatever. Me either. But then and I that was doesn't like, make me less of a fan. I just can't deal with the the fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the beehive. <laughs> y'all know how y'all are. Exactly. Like, I don't even need to explain. No. Right. Yeah. And I think I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. So getting that and getting it the way she gave it with the HBCU twist was yeah. just like. It was for us. Like, I mean, I guess I don't wonder what other people who didn't know about it felt about her performance because I don't care. But I did feel like that was a special like hug to everybody mm-hmm. who knows. Blick. To the blicks. Yeah. She did it for the blicks. <laughs> and I appreciate that. So eternal wet. She's an eternal wet. She always gets a wet from us. Like, yeah. Definitely. But yeah, that was definitely a highlight for sure, especially after her not being able to come Last year. Oh, she because she was pregnant. Yeah. So she didn't have the babies this year. I think she did have them did this she? year. I don't know. I thought she had them like in February. We can we can easily fi- figure this out. Just okay. For me. Anyway, moving right along. Moving right along. I think, oh, we, we were trying to think of songs of 2018 that just stood out. And all we could think of was boot up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it. All year, all year, yeah. And it's a good, it's a bop. Like it's I'm a bop. Mad. It's but it's also like one of those like oh this again, and then you end up singing it. You do. You can't. Help you it. can't help it. Um, my personal favorite song of the year came kind of midway towards the more toward the end of the year is Party Saint Fontaine and Cardi. Back, back. Um, yeah, I you made our Uber shit. driver play it like ten times in a row. When? Uh, okay, no, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of Cardi, I think we both agree that she was the pepper oh, of the sure. year. Just all-encompassing pepper. Did Invasion of Privacy come out this year? Was that this year? Mm-hmm. Consult the internet. Um, but anyway, it was like, there was no conversation. There was no TV show. There was no commercial. She was on Google. She had a baby. She got engaged. She got unengaged aboard. I don't know. I don't know. It but, was this year. Okay. Invasion of Invasion Privacy of came Privacy. out April 6th, yes. 2018. That seems like so long it's, ago. I don't... Whatever. She was topping charts. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of, um... There was a lot of speculation as to whether Cardi would be remain on top after she had her baby, but fuck y'all. Like also why is why was that why are we speculating? Why are we questioning if she can still be con- successful just because she has a child? I don't know. It's just I think people are just idealists. They want to Put you in a box. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a mom now. You can't be the ratchet ex-stripper boo thing. You know, you can't. Mm -hmm. You can't do both. You can't do both, according to a lot of people. But you want a girl that can do both, but she can't do both. Okay. So, anyway. Um, But, yeah. So, I feel like she really just gave a big fuck you to everybody. Because we're still talking about Cardi. We're still looking forward to whatever she's got coming up. And, you know, secure the bag, sis. Secure the bag. She got into a fight at the Met Ball. Oh, fuck was yeah. that the no? That wasn't no, the no, Met no. Ball. Harper's she was Bazaar. Pregnant. Yeah, it was a magazine party mm-hmm. after Fashion Week, and just 
the Nicki Minaj, Cardi beef in general was definitely a pepper. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck Nicki got going on. Also, maybe if you watch American Horror Story, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll get the reference. But it's like when the Supreme starts declining in health because there's a new supreme oh, coming up i mean i get that and i don't watch it but i totally understand that. that's she how i that's how i feel the cardi a Nick- little bit yeah, yeah she shook like she sees the support and like the play that cardi's getting and i don't know why you wouldn't want to congratulate or join forces mm. in a positive way mm-hmm. Um, instead of just hating from the sideline, because that's really what I feel like Nikki's doing. Yeah, and then I don't know. I don't. I personally don't play too much into, or I don't read too much into celebrity beefs because I'm always in the back of my head like, is this some sort of publicity stunt? Like, also, you know. So I'm just like, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Cardi's gonna keep doing what she's doing. You're gonna keep doing what you're doing. Go host your radio show. Like, oh, I forgot about Queen Radio. Mm-hmm. How could one forget? How could, you? How could you? Um, another young woman that was in the news and the headlines everywhere we looked was Ariana Grande yeah. or Grandy, which I learned is how her last name she really said is. It. She said it, and that fucked me up. But I'm yeah. still gonna say Grande because ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I felt really bad for Ariana this year. Like I feel like she got a lot of shit. For breaking up with Mac Miller and then dating Pete Davidson mm-hmm. and then being sad that her ex-boyfriend died. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't be sad about that? Right, right. Especially if it was a significant I mean, relationship. To be so young, she's had quite an eventful life. Was was the um Manchester? Yeah, was that, that was, this year? No, no, no. That was last year, I believe, 2017. Okay. Sure. But still, that's a huge deal. That's traumatic as fuck. As fuck and then you your ex-boyfriend dies and then you have you know break have a huge break or not a huge breakup but public public, yeah very public breakup so it's just like she can't catch a break you know i'm definitely on a leave ariana alone train like just let that let that bitch breathe right Right. (laughs) she needs a moment right um yeah. Also, we Kaepernick had a pretty big year, and we had a discussion. Like, was that this year? Did he have a big year? But his Nike ad came out, and it was pretty much like a big fuck you to every NFL owner because Nike sponsors the NFL. Mm-hmm. So if they support Kaepernick, Kaepernick you kind of support his ass too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I had really mixed feelings about that because I feel like. Sometimes it's like, I don't know who's laying in bed with who all the time. And so the Nike and the NFL are two very, very, very huge corporations. Like, I don't, I'm not so sold that there isn't some sort of like. Is this a conspiracy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it was a big deal. People had a lot to say about it. Whatever. Okay. It was a pepper. It, it was, was a pepper. pepper. I don't know if it made me feel all the like, yeah, yeah, that you everybody felt. It didn't move you. Uh-uh. You weren't moved. Nah. You felt marketing ploy. Yeah. That's a possibility. And mm-hmm. I also think that brings up, like, as with anything, when any large corporation, like, 
speaks out on behalf of injustice a little bit. I do wonder if it is. Yeah, do you because, really feel this way, or do you know that's what's going to get? Nike is not not sponsoring the NFL anymore. Nike True. is still very much a part of the NFL. Yeah. So what are what, so should, what did we accomplish here? They should be taking the knee too, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, eh. oh. Okay. But I, I'm in the group chat. I was like, y'all chill. Like <laughs> this is this is not that big of a deal. Mmm. Okay. I found it hilarious. Uh, the videos of people like burning, burning their, their Nike, Nike shit that they already bought. Yeah. Like. Okay, fine. <laughs> now you don't idiot. have shoes. Right. What are you going to do now? <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, it was a big deal. But for me personally, not not, not a pepper. Nah. I think in general, canceling people was a pepper. <laughs> Everyone, Roseanne was literally canceled. Yeah. Like, they literally killed her off her own namesake show. Yeah. And brought that bitch back as something that she could never be a part of. Mm. And I feel like it brought up. You know, mixed feelings about canceling people. <laughs> what? I think that we are in a cancel culture We're right in now. a cancel culture. We're in a cancel culture. Everyone wants to be canceling others and judging them. Sometimes rightfully so. There are some people that will always and forever be canceled. But on the other hand, I'm like, can I just, can I do a artist, an art over the artist kind of situation um i guess that's a personal choice that's a personal choice and i think it all depends on what the offense was no or your what for you personally is offensive okay you know um i think that going forward for me there's gonna be more emphasis on like focusing on less on solu- more on solutions and less on problems. I think that like canceling, like you said, cancel culture is so sensationalized. It's yeah. like we just wanna write people off and we like do. throw them to the wolves as yes. opposed to like, okay, well, why did Roseanne Barr even have the platform or you know, the ability, the reach to say the things that she said or like you know what I'm saying? Like what can we do to change to make sure that that doesn't happen again mm. as opposed to focusing on canceling Roseanne, you know? Mm, okay, I'm thinking more along the lines of like uh what was that little girl's name? Sabrina Claudio. Yeah. And her Oh yeah. Her previous racist yeah. tweets People we that she made years shit. ago yeah. or even brother nature mm-hmm. like he made some really mm-hmm. spicy tweets back <laughs> in the day but he was also like 14 or something right. like that like there has to be some kind of uh, criteria for how we cancel people how we cancel people <laughs> <laughs> and like I just took my wig off <laughs> she did not just take her wig off she took her I'm trying to get right. Um, get it right, girl. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people should not be beyond, should not ever be beyond like redemption. Redemption. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like even Kevin Hart recently, he mm-hmm. stepped down from hosting what the, the Oscars? Oscars because of some homophobia. Mm-hmm tweets that he tweeted um i don't know like 
I don't ever want to be insensitive to a marginalized group mm-hmm. because I am a part of a marginalized mm-hmm. group. So I don't want to like make excuses for anything that someone does to offend sure. someone else. But I'm also just like there has to be a statute of limitations. Uh, I agree. I mean, I think I think especially because I'm not I'm not sure if he ever came out and like said that I apologized for that years ago. He said he addressed it years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that means that he doesn't change his views on it or now he knows better than to say those things on a public forum or mm-hmm. regardless of how he feels. But I just feel like I do understand like. You're not going to keep punishing me for my crimes that I've already paid a price for or that I've already answered for. Like, I I get that. I totally get that. But I guess people are less willing to see or people neglect seeing what people have done since then. You know what I'm saying? Or how they've changed since then. It's always just like... This is what you did. This is what you did. Can you believe that this is what you did? I'm like, yeah. I'm done some fucked up exactly. shit. Exactly. I'm some fucked up shit. That is, <laughs> that is my main beef with canceling people. Because I'm like, yo, I, I got my Twitter sometime in college. I don't know what the fuck I was saying. Although this is a new Twitter. But still, that Twitter has been here for years. Yeah. So if I go... Uh, no one do this but (laughs) if i go back i'm sure i've said some fucked up shit and now i'm not deleting it like whatever like people say fucked up things all the time but i don't necessarily think that is lasting and it's like one of those he without sin cast the first stone Mm. situation and and find him where he at he without sin where he at because all the people talking about canceling they'd be the main it'd be the main one saying some wild reckless shit so i think moving forward when it comes to canceling especially musicians r kelly i'm never gonna back down on that one i don't give a fuck fuck y'all and i feel like and i feel like because the reason we can say that is because r kelly is a repeat offender like and has never apologized for anything never apologized never come forward never tried to redeem himself in any way shape or form no rehabilitation there nothing like yeah he doesn't feel like he did anything This year, wrong. he's been, like, holding these girls hostage and wherever. Yes. Like, that just happened this year. And this Shit. is And he married Aaliyah when? When she was, what, 15, 16? Like, Talking about AJ, nothing but a number. Has, <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, okay, so there are some people who I can't just, you know, turn a blind eye to. But right. there are others that I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Like, I feel like in my personal experience, if it's not really directly affecting me, then I, I, I don't even care to say whether you're canceled or not. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I mean, do you, boo? But you, you like you all have the personal choice. You all have personal choices and personal responsibility. If something yeah. that someone's doing is you don't like it. Yeah. Triggering, offending, offensive. A lot of times the key is to focus your um, energies elsewhere. I'm not saying just let people go out here and do whatever the fuck they want to do. I know that's kind of a slippery slope to say that, but... For the most part, I feel like not it's everything just like has to be a, a battle. It, no, <clears throat> life is hard enough as mm-hmm. it is, and I refuse to like 
focus my energy and an, an attention on some fucked up shit somebody else is doing because mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. Yeah, like I said, unless they're affecting me. That brings me to um, my personal cancellation in my personal life of a coworker this ooh, year. Ooh, speak on it. Okay, so I we, we didn't talk about it probably because we haven't been here in 84 years. Yeah. But um, there was a white woman who I worked with who decided to tell me that her and her husband say nigga at home. And it made me really uncomfortable, and I sat on it for a while. Mm -hmm. I didn't say anything to anybody about it. And then one day I came in, and I was chatting with her other coworker. So she works in an office that I don't normally work at. Sometimes I just go to help help out. Mm -hmm. And I was chatting with another Black coworker who works with her, and she was just kind of like, oh... You should have said something, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, I handled it on my own. I sent her a very diplomatic text message. I told her. Paper trail. Yeah. I told her exactly how I felt about it, how uncomfortable it made me. I told her that white people using the word nigga or nigger is offensive and abusive and that she shouldn't expect that I would be okay with that. And you're 40 and you're grown and you should know better. And also the boldness of just it all to so like li- look in your black ass face. In my black, I'm not, and there's no question that I'm black. Yeah, in your black ass face and say nigger. Yeah, at work. Bitch. At work, y'all. At work, y'all. There's no reason to say nigger at your place of work. No, hell no. And so, and then what's crazy is that she was like, Oh, yeah, you have to make sure you find a guy that makes you laugh. Let me show you this video of my husband making me laugh. And then she prefaced the video by saying, oh, at home, you know, like, we say nigga all the time. I mean, it's just like, hey, buddy, like, you know, like, hey, buddy, not not anything offensive. And then she shows me a video, which is her husband talking about something, but he doesn't even say nigga. Like, he doesn't even say it. So what was the point? Right. It was like, you just had a little racist itch you needed to scratch right then. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I thought it was settled. She, of course, gave me the, I'm crying, I'm so sorry, I have black friends, blah, 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 blah. White woman tears. White woman tears, whatever. Um, But then... Weeks later, I find out that she sent a video to another coworker, a, a white coworker who is married to a black man and has a mixed child. Mm-hmm. She sends a video of her husband calling the black child nigga. Nigga. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all. A baby. And I, and I just couldn't. I fucking lost it. So I talked to my. HR department, whatever, whatever. And she was promptly released. So, and that's how it's. That's the kind of cancellation that I'm here for because. That's the only cancellation that really matters. That really matters because essentially what happened was I told my my boss that I didn't want to go back to Kennestone because I didn't want to be around her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then after it happened to my friend, who's also, who's a white woman, she was like, I'm thinking about letting them. Or asking them to transfer to a different office. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is fucking insane. Like, yeah. why are we the victims of her abuse having to... Uproot your uh, lives mm-hmm. and to change your bad her. securing. Right. Yeah. To accommodate this woman. Like, no, she gotta go. Uh, You did the right thing. And in general, it has been a year of, if you see something, say something. Yeah. 
um what was bodega betty uh the oh the, yeah the barbecue yeah. what's her i don't know all the names for white people <laughs> calling the cops on black people just simply living their y'all lives. get lemons y'all get no, well that's i feel like it's a pepper but the white people causing the offense definitely get lemons, lemons yeah but i definitely shout out to the people who are recording these things yeah. like because white people will always say oh racism doesn't exist no do you see this shit right, right. here do you see this man right. living his life there was a whole man who got shot in his own apartment mm-hmm. by a white woman because she thought it was her apartment nah that's really bitch no you didn't no, you, you just didn't. wanted to kill a nigga right Ooh. basically so um definitely pepper pepper good on you though good on you i've never gotten anyone fired and it wasn't even like it wasn't even like oh this i'm gonna show her it was just like i'm checking what you think is your privilege is your right okay you know what i'm saying it's like i have to stand up for myself in this situation you know what i'm saying like i was highly regretful but I didn't say anything sooner about it because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is that shit. Like, you expect me to just deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And here I am thinking about it every day. Every time I do have to go there or they ask me, like, can you please? I know you said you don't want to go. Can you please? I'm like, damn, am I going to work with this person today? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. It was more of a matter of me, like, yeah, standing up for myself as a more so than it was just getting her canceled or fired. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I think my, I don't know if I want to talk about that. What? <laughs> I feel like a pepper for me this year was re-downloading dating apps. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we can talk about that. Why can't we talk about that? We can, we can talk about it. It's, uh, it's definitely not as serious as racism, but <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting because I feel like just, you know, rethinking myself and <laughs> realizing things i feel like i don't necessarily have boyfriends i wouldn't say i'm a monogam a serial monogamous mm-hmm. i'm a serial non-monogamous monogamous i'm <laughs> <laughs> talking to people okay and so i think this year was the first year that i wasn't like just dating one person mm. and i was kind of seeing what's out there <clears throat> which is not a bad thing no but it wasn't a great thing. <laughs> There's nothing out there. <laughs> Yo, it's really wild out here. Like, I, I mean, for real, for real, for real, for real. I'm just like, I, okay, <laughs> really and truly, the my ideal person. Okay, I'll okay. back up for a second. Okay, okay. Back, up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Okay, first of all, let me just say this. I do believe that there are certain parts of you that will attract what you put off. Okay. So okay. I think that before I can start really saying like, oh, this negation, this negation, this negation, I do have to do some work on myself. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because I'm an ain't shit nigga sometimes. Yeah. But I will say though, like, if I could just like build my ideal person, he ain't out there. <laughs> he ain't fucking out there. Like, he does not exist, bro. <laughs> he uh, exist. No. Okay, eternal optimist. I do think he exists. He just may not be here in the city of Atlanta and the metro areas. No. 
Okay. You might be right about that. I don't know. I don't know. Because there's a lot of people here that aren't from here. So maybe it's just <laughs> something about Atlanta. I, I you, you could be right about that. I feel like my dating experiences elsewhere have been a little... Even even if they have been short term, mm-hmm. um, I think that they have been Different. less... Just different and yeah. more palatable. And like the, even when they ended, it wasn't like some whole big bullshit experience you know uh i think oh shit i i had something to say about that but i I don't know i mean people i work with people who are usually coming from out of town and one of the questions they always ask is how's the dating in atlanta and i'm just like "Uh non-existent i don't i don't know if it's atlanta or if it's like you said is it me I don't know, but I gave it a whirl. I was like, I'm going to see what the fuck is out there. And uh, (laughs) I I think I think what happens is when it was like I had more meaningful connections with people when it wasn't under the guise of dating Mm. outside of the apps. So, like, a a Bumble, Mm because I did Tinder, and I did Bumble, and to be honest, I think they're the same Mm -hmm. shit. Like, Mm -hmm. people say Bumble is, like, a little bit more whatever the word you want to use. Like, a little bit more legit, a little less hookup-y, but I think niggas are trying to hook up regardless. It really doesn't matter what app you meet them on. It's true. So, there's that part. But, um, yeah, like, I just think when you don't think about dating initially, then the connection is a little bit more organic. Mm. Yeah. When it's not like... We're here to do a There's no expectations, necessarily. There's no expectations. And I think I just want to carry that on, like... If it happens, cool. But I, I feel like the expectation that you have to do this or be this certain way mm-hmm. on a date or like if you want a man, because there's so many threads, so many think pieces about what the fuck a woman should be doing to oh, get a man, which God. just like make me want to throw up everywhere. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm looking for more organic relationships in 2019. I feel that. I feel that. It's um. It's very... But again, the challenge I think that is ever present is that, like, where are we going to find these organic connections? Mm. The library? <laughs> like, <laughs> not the library. Honestly, I've always had that fantasy of meeting someone at Barnes and Noble. Like, legit, y'all, since she was like 15. It happened, and it nothing happened from that, okay. <laughs> from that encounter at Barnes. I mean, it was great. While it lasted. <laughs> but yeah, like I think going, doing things. That you enjoy. That you enjoy. Maybe you just meet. I, I, I don't have the answers. I ain't got the answers. Okay. Well, I don't know how you, you know, meet people. We'll see what happens next year. <laughs> we'll check back in You know, on that things one. change. I, next year, like I said, I don't know if we said this on the air, but. My intentional growth. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we did. That was just now. Okay. (laughs) Intentional growth. So I'm not really going to be focused on... I have to let the universe do what it will. You know what I'm saying? Because my thought, the older I get, the more I start to visualize myself in many different forms. Like I have to be a little bit more malleable, less rigid about what my expectations for my life are going to be. Like I just don't know. Like I have to 
be good either way. Yeah. I have to be good if I don't have kids. I have to be straight if I don't ever settle down with a partner and get married and that last forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want to be in a place where I'm so solid. That it doesn't that matter. it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I want to have solid-ass relationships so that I s- still have an eternal support system even without a partner. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, I fully agree. I fully agree. Like, it's definitely, like, not at the tippy top of my no, list. No, And it has been, I think, even subconsciously for years. Like, it, mm-hmm. uh, it's always it's, been, like, kind that, of the goal. It's that, um, you know, that <laughs> genesis quad that's, like, ingrained yeah. in uh-huh. us. Like, by this time, mm-hmm. you should be married. Or mm-hmm. you should have kids. Or thinking of having kids. Or whatever. <laughs> And so, really, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. There's like, there's like ten more things before that yeah. that are that's on my to do list. And before, I'm thirty. Yeah, yeah. before so, I check that shit off. Yeah, and so that's why it just has to be a situation where I'm just like, I don't know. That shit's not. It can't be essential to me. I have to make my money myself. Mm-hmm. I have to nurture and cherish the other relationships in my life i know so many people who get married and start having kids and you don't see they ask no more yeah you know what i mean like there's so much more that's important to me yeah pepper for me yeah uh personally for me was my move the end of this year we're, we're in, in here. We're, we're in the new, new space. space. Does it sound different, guys? Does, um, it, do I, we, does our aura feel different? I don't know. I like it. It was a long time coming. <laughs> but it happened. It happened. It happened. It was such a thing. And I'm starting to get that. Like, I think that this is the one thing that's been carrying me is the excitement of creating like a space and looking forward to like whatever events I'm going to have here mm-hmm. and like dinner parties and barbecues and fire pits and yard yeah. lights and all the things that I really, truly, truly love to do. Yeah. Um, so it was a nice Christmas gift, if you will. Cause I mean, I don't do gifts really generally, yeah. but um, yeah, it was just nice to get out of, the basement. <laughs> You're not in the basement. You're out of your cave. You have windows. I got fucking windows, y'all. Like, it is so crazy how where I was living for the past, well, not past consecutive four years, but my parents, they have a finished basement. I was living there, but the bedroom doesn't have any fucking windows. You need that vitamin D? You need that vitamin D. <laughs> Get that D. Just, it's so crucial, like to vitality, sunlight. It don't take that shit for granted, bro. No, like that's why that seasonal depression is real. <laughs> so now I'm in a space with lots of windows, and it's hella cute, and I feel it's good. It's very cute. I'm so, congratulations. Thank you. Good for you. Good for fucking you. Thank dog. you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Um, I think we have to talk about that shit now. Oh no. We have to talk about our lemons. Oh no. Basically everything governmental was fucked this year. Yeah. And I it mean, has been since for, last year. Since the foundation of this country. Let's oh, just ooh, be completely let's, honest. Let's take it all the way back. Yeah, because I mean it like is it, it my hope <laughs> my hope is just dwindling 
in, in a sense that I'm just like, I mean, I know sometimes I'll just randomly start talking about moving to Africa, but yeah. I just will randomly bring that up. But I feel like it's going to become more of, re- of a reality for a lot of people here soon because I don't Ooh. see this government changing for us to thrive. I don't see it happening. Us as in black, black people? people? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I think the everything political just made me feel gross this year. Yeah, and I just, I think, like, as a victim of kidnapping, I shouldn't have to do this work. I shouldn't have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a victim, too. Like, I'm not here to be campaigning, trying to get y'all motherfuckers to change how y'all think about shit. Yeah. Like, fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all! Like, I'm just like, you're over it. I'm over it. I think the the also huge lemon, and maybe we address it. I don't know, but the voter (laughs) suppression that we witnessed this year was just enough to make me want to vomit again, all over everything. You got nothing left. You can't vomit anymore. I can't. I have no more vomit left. Yeah. Uh, like um things like that, and the. The detention of young children. Children dying. Children dying. There was just a video that Yara Shahidi reposted or posted of some children in ICE custody being dragged and slapped around. And then I also saw a photo of them. They had numbers like ID numbers. Like right concentration now. camps. Yeah, very reminiscent of concentration camps, which is, this isn't the first time America has done that. Go back to World 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 War II, Japanese concentration mm-hmm. camps were a thing and we don't talk about those. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we try to sweep all of our fucked up shit under the rug. Because it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Like, it is. I, I think that I'm not having... I think I'm optimistic to an extent. I'm not dumb, though. And yeah. I don't... I honestly just don't see... Without an all-out revolution... Ooh. Shout out to Malcolm X. Without an all-out revolution, like, you can't... You can't expect the system that is oppressing you to... Just change. Just change. No no, no amount of tweets or protests There's no are room lobbying. For that. There's no room it. for that. It's not built for that. It literally is not built for the kind of change that we're expecting to see with all the voting and campaigning and tweeting and social, what, what is it? Social media activism mm-hmm. and like all the fucking shit we do. It's not, our government is so much more, it's so much more like dark than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that these little. It's, it's a nice effort, mm-hmm. but nothing But I think is the changing. solution is, needs to start being something else. Hmm. That's real dark. That sounds dark. Sounds real ominous. <laughs> but I I don't know if I disagree with you either because what else? What else? Like what else? Can what else be can done? we do? You know what I'm saying? You got motherfuckers out here in 2018 putting children in cages. Yeah, and we live here. We do. We live here. So and it's, we pay it's taxes really hard to, to. It's hard to ignore. Like I think all the news was a huge lemon for me. It was actually very depressing. My personal lemon was social media. Mm-hmm. There was several times where I would like delete apps off my phone yeah. and just like not be there. Yeah. Because there there's so many opinions and like 
yay freedom of speech but that just means motherfuckers can say whatever they Mm -hmm. want however triggering however racist Mm -hmm. however harmful Mm -hmm. to people they can just say whatever and i just i just feel like i opted out Mm -hmm. of a lot Mm -hmm. and i mean even even the things that are supposed to be deemed as like positive or I'm trying to say something right or good. Like, Mm. if I'm scrolling down my timeline or if I'm going through my stories and letting them play, like, I don't necessarily want to see a video of Junior being murdered. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't come here for that. And so for you to put that out there and force that on me is like, I get what you're trying to do. And I get that some people need to see certain things, but it's just like, not, not me. I don't need to see that. Yeah, it's it's kind of a double-edged sword for mm-hmm. real because it's helpful in some aspects, but not for me. I don't need to... It's torture porn. I don't need to it keep is. reliving. We get... That, that's exactly what it is. And I, I guarantee you, you can think of... I wonder how many videos you can recall over the past year that were white people being murdered. Videos of white people being murdered. Like, you don't see that shit. No. You don't see it. Mm-mm. It's... It is like people. Someone's always recording when a person of black color is pain is for public consumption. Yes, yeah. it's, it's people. It's entertainment for people. And I think in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, it desensitizes mm-hmm. people instead of it. It does the opposite of the yes. purpose it was meant for. Yeah. Like if I see someone black being murdered every day, it's gonna just seem like normal. Yep. After a while, which is really fucked up. Yeah. So, um, definite lemon and also in line with social media, I'm giving Kanye a lemon for this year. Yeah. And, you know, even though we, we just talked about mental health at nauseum like mm-hmm. 10 minutes ago, mm-hmm. and I know he's going through things, but for me personally, that's not helpful. No, I mean, like what happened to the Bush doesn't care about black people was he not? Was he not? Go- I mean, I guess it's not for me to assess his mental health, like wh- yeah. when and where he Cause, is. Because he definitely used, um, you know, I, I'm going through some shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like we talk about being there for each other. Like, why can't I just tweet out my pain and it'd be cool because everyone cares about the mentally healthy challenge. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that that I made that one up on the spot. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's like, I feel you, dog, but also... But when you who say... Who are you talking to about this? Who are you talking to? this is crazy. It this is, is crazy. No, it's not crazy. That's ableist. It's wild. That's it's ableist. ableist. Uh, um, it's wild as rhetoric. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, and I think people have to be responsible for their actions. Like, if I get blackout drunk, which I tend to do, and I sh- kill somebody because I'm driving... Please don't. But if I did... Go on. <laughs> I would be responsible for that. I can't just be like, well, I was in a blah, 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 blah. Exactly. You cannot use your, uh, I don't know. I'm really dancing around the words right now. You can't use your affliction, your uh, diagnosis. You're, you're responsible for your he- your healing. Yeah. And you can't use it 
to spew are hate we yelling <laughs> i don't know kanye are you listening dog stop it just fucking stop just we chill the fuck you. out make some good ass music and period like i don't need anything else from you like i did love seeing him and kid cuddy at camp Flognaut. that was really sweet like i like seeing i like seeing happy kanye mm-hmm. i like seeing musical kanye like some of his music I don't really love per se, but some of it is still dope and it will still transcend the mm-hmm. the, the times, mm-hmm. you know, but I can't deal with the like with the wild ass tweeting. Yeah. It's harmful. It's harmful. It is. Um and I think it is because you have to be responsible for the fact that you influence you're an influencer and you influence millions of people. Yeah. Period. But like in that same breath, like a lot of other shit that happens on social media, like there's a lot I was on the Twitter I initially got back on Twitter for the podcast mm-hmm. and I've been falling off so hard Mm -hmm. but i got on twitter just to you know that's where you promote yourself and like tweet things and talk to people and connect but there was just so many like harmful threads and just like so much woman bashing happened so much misogynistic bullshit goes on on twitter there's a lot of like there's a there's like a it's almost like a meme like what do you would you call this a date meme you know mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of like if you don't have this you ain't shit mm-hmm. or if your girl don't do this she ain't shit or like whatever like there's a lot of judgment and sometimes unrealistic standards that it's like what is real like right. can a nigga just live in peace <laughs> right can yeah. i just go my own pace and that's the type of shit that i feel like is really harmful that i'm realizing is harmful for me and i didn't think that social media affected me at all and yeah and not affected in a way that i feel bad about myself because i could do that on my own <laughs> <laughs> But it's more like, yo, this shit is so fucking annoying. Like, this is annoying. annoying. It's like, it's not adding anything to my day. It's making me hate you people even more. Yeah, but, yeah, it's a weird feeling. Um, Yeah. There was a day recently where I left my phone somewhere. Likely. Mm. Likely story. Or, like, it died and I didn't have a charge or something. I think I went, like, a full 24 hours without my phone. Or maybe not 24, but maybe, like, 13 hours or something like that. Refreshing. Yeah. And it's like you use, you become so accustomed to things and they become such a clutch for you. It's like, oh, my day hasn't begun unless I'm scrolling first or, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it was just like so much curiosity that's been lost about the world around me because I have everything at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not looking at trees or flowers or animals. I'm not saying Shit hi to majestic people. majestic out there Shit if you really open your eyes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, when you don't have your phone, you see with new eyes. It's like there's so much to see. Oh, it's kind of it's kind of scary that like the most mundane shit can be that exciting to us because we're constantly looking at the screen. I want to do some sort of a challenge, some sort of a no phone challenge. What, but I, what does I, it consist of? I don't really know because I'm like, okay, I would love to keep interacting with people 
via the podcast. Yes. But maybe not even having my own person, like suspending my personal account for a while and just not getting on unless it's related. Wow. Are we talking about this right now? Like, unless it's related to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe there should be some sort of a no phone challenge. Maybe just for me personally. But. I don't know. I'm kind of with it. I think I have started doing that kind of, um, not so strictly, but some days I'll just put my phone on airplane mode mm-hmm. or do not disturb mm-hmm. for a couple hours, just a couple hours. Like I'm not tempted to look at anything or like I said, I'll delete mm-hmm. certain apps, some social media apps for a little bit just to like force myself to do some other shit. Cause I want to read more. I don't think I'm reading as much mm-hmm. because I'm reading people's captions. <laughs> right. Or I'm trying to think of like what caption is gonna kill them next? <laughs> What's gonna kill them next? You know, like or like I don't know. Like I I think I want to live life more off of my mm-hmm. phone and just see what that's like. Yeah. Just the access to everything just makes me feel like like you said, not real sometimes. It yeah. just makes me feel like I'm a part of the matrix. <laughs> yeah, like I'm in, I'm in it. I'm yeah. in it. I'm not separate from it. Not above it. And um shit. I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought Thanks. now. But yes, same and we'll be visit that later. Okay. Um definitely the the last little piece of lemon. We had a few losses this year. Aretha Franklin passed, mm-hmm. Mac Miller passed way too young. We had um, Kim Porter, Anthony Bourdain. That one really, really hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Kate Spade, Stan Lee, <clears throat> Avicii. There's more. There's I mean, more, I'm sure. Yeah, but, but those were like the ones that were... I guess most notable. Well, personally, Personally, that like hit home for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess it's just a reminder, like, while this may be a little bit morbid, but it's real, like, because there were some personal losses, too. But it just kind of solidified the fact that while I'm here, like, I I just want to be the best person possible. Mm -hmm. Like, that is just the mode. That's just what's keeps coming back up is i just want to live the best life on earth as possible as i can yeah mortality becomes more evident i think the older you get the more you experience the more losses that you experience on Mm -hmm. your own i can remember being a kid or younger and not having the or not having ever experienced the feeling of losing someone super super close to me Mm -hmm. um and then You know, I started at some point, like in my mid 20s, like people and again, not to sound morbid, but, you know, you start people get older and you 25 years old on this world. And then all of a sudden you're gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think around my mid 20s is when people that I knew and that were young, like me, were dying. And I was like, holy shit, you know, so R.I.P. Randy, first person that uh, comes to mind. We I had was a classmate. About Randy yeah, we day. had a classmate that died way, 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 way too young, and that is definitely what started it for me. Like any, yeah. like you, you just don't know when your last day is gonna be, or when the last time you're gonna speak to someone is gonna be. So 
I don't know. It kind of it kind of changed up things mm-hmm. and how my relationships with people or how I approach my relationships with people. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's cliche, but you know, don't stay mad because what's the point? Okay, yes. Good one. Don't stay mad because what's the point? Uh tell people what's on your mind and how you feel. Tell your f- I'm a big I'm a big believer in saying I love you to the people that I love. Like mm. I want them to hear me say it. <gasps> Tell everyone you love that you love them right now. I love you, mom. I love you, my sister. Don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> You're not listening. Okay. But you love your we know you love your you sister. You know I love my sisters. I I really love my dad. Like we had oh such a trying year this year. Like okay. I can't even I can't even I can't even believe that I didn't like think about that in the like yearly roundup but me and my dad went through it this year yeah. but ultimately I'm like none of that shit fucking matters honestly like I I love my dad so much uh, just all my family, all my friends, Priya, I love you, and I miss you, Cornelia, I love you, Halston, I love you, fucking Ronnie, Veronica, Sessa, Bethany, <laughs> dog, me, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yay, Bethany, I just love, I, I, I really love all the people around me. Actually. Yeah, you know, like I'm not generally around people that I don't love. Like even my coworkers. When I leave, I'm like, I love you guys. Because I do. I yeah. love them. I love the fact that we go in and they make my day not difficult. I don't have to be in a job that I hate. I don't have to deal with personalities that I hate. You know Duh, what I'm saying? Like, I love them for that shit. I think, I, I think this year, because this year was like the first, Mark, like the first full year I went freelance. <clears throat> and like. My work days are so fucking long. Mm-hmm. I probably see my coworkers more than I see my friends and family. Mm-hmm. And I really was like, yo, I love the people I work with. Like, sometimes I'll get on my fucking That's nerves. That's a blessing. But I genuinely love everybody I work with. I love my job. I love my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love my life. Yeah. But, you know, I my friends that are my coworkers, like... Shout out to y'all, Aubrey. Shout out to Aubrey, Lissandra, Sharifa, James, uh, Portia, Heather. Are you telling them you love them? I I love all you people. I love all of Jessica, Gary, Zach, uh, Russ, Russ, Michael. <sighs> Just, there's just so many people that I feel like I, I, I know I don't say I love you enough to, but I do. And maybe I should incorporate that in my 2019 yeah. resolutions. <clears throat> intentional loving on the people that Fuck I yeah. care about. I, I feel like I figured that out pretty early. And I, I think it had a lot to do with that. Um, the fact that my my dad was not a person who grew up in a home where they told each other they loved each other. So at my house, we were very void of like hearing that we were loved. I don't think that's, I think that's a truth for a lot of black families. And so when I started to cultivate my friend family, it was like, I, and I think 
you know what? To be honest with you, Rustin's family had a lot to do with this mm-hmm. because when we were dating, I would see his dad just love his kids so fiercely mm-hmm. and be audible about it and tell them. And I was like, I like that. I yeah. like the way that feels. You know what I'm saying? To hear someone say like, they love you, yeah. you know? And I think that that's when I was less like, I'm just going to say it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think my fear of saying I love you was a personal one. <laughs> my mom always says it. My dad, not so much, but he writes a lot of, any holiday I get a real mushy card Aww. from him. So he says it in writing, which is kind of the approach I took. Like, I hardly ever tell my friends I love them. Mm. Hardly ever tell my family unless they tell me first. But, I mean, maybe my therapist will tell me what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> and why I can't is. say it. Yeah. Wherever you are, bitch, we gonna talk about that. <laughs> but, you know, I've been trying to say it more often or, like, express it in different ways if I'm uncomfortable with Ooh. actually saying I love you. Because I love you is different from love ya. Yeah. Like, they're two yeah. different things. But I do feel like... I mean, I know how I feel when someone says they love me. So I want other people that I care about to feel the same way that I feel. True. Truth. That's a good note to end That's on. That's a good one. Oh, uh, but a droplet. Um, <clears throat> Bird Box was trash. Bird Box was trash? <laughs> you were having... Okay, <laughs> Bird Box was trash, but Travante Rhodes uh, was, was heavenly. Oh, my God. Y'all, and we know he was here. I know he was in Moonlight, and I felt the same way. But there was a lot of shit happening in Moonlight that I had to think about before I could think about how fucking fine he yeah. is. Yeah, like I was able to really focus on his fine the movie this time sucked. around. The, yeah. the movie really A Quiet really Place sucked. was much better, and I think that came out this year, a too. A Quiet Place. With Jim from The Office. Oh, I didn't see that. Watch it. Okay. I think you'll like it. Bird Box was like made for TV, A Quiet Place. Okay. <laughs> Basically, it was like A Quiet Place light, you know, with what more. What did y'all think about Bird Box? Like, I need to know. I I know that there were some people who were a little sour about the interracial shit. Were they? Yeah. I, yeah. Saw, I think I saw one person upset that there were no black women, but then the response was that the black women were too smart to get caught up in that bullshit. Yeah. And I like to go with that yeah one. I, i'm gonna fine. go with that yeah I didn't, I didn't yes i want to see representation but i know how y'all like to do us in movies so i'm not even fuck really it we it. saw what happened to laurel he died within like the mm. okay spoiler anyway, but spoiler. you know what anyway this is a trevante appreciation post <laughs> That i made several as as of right now i've made a few is Oh my god, divine. Like I just was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like how did I forget about Travante? Like how? Yeah, so there's no man that, that is perfectly He's probably perfect. an asshole. He's, He's probably, probably a fuck boy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Okay. He looks good. He looks though. great doing it. He looks amazing. Um and like the number one thing that came I I'm walking away as I was going through my pictures. <laughs> No. Oh well, shit. Now, <laughs> I already, I already shouted out Lola. Lola is my niece. She's so cute, and she's a baby. So I don't really. We're just learning we each other right each other now. Yet, yeah. But a new addition to the family. It. 
it was it was interesting to see my parents in a different light. Like mm-hmm. they have stepped into a new role as grandparents, yeah. and to see them with a baby that their baby produced <laughs> is so cute. Like my dad, he just gets so mushy that video around. Of your dad, I was just like in. He tears. was in awe of her, and every time he sees her, he's like, oh, like they they when they put on their baby voices and like. They've raised two babies, so they know how to fucking do this shit. It's been a while, Mm -hmm. but just seeing them dusting off their skills. You you can't do this to me. Like, I'm feeling so emotional. (laughs) She makes me emotional. And, Uh. and, like, I don't know. I don't want to get... I, d- I don't want to get too dark. I feel like... I feel why, like you, why would this go dark? I don't know. And this isn't... I Just because now, is it going dark because you have these new fears that you didn't have before I she was on this I have fears, earth? but I'm, but then it also brings up a lot of stuff about myself. Like, I want to be a better person. That's not dark. I want to be a better person because there's a new person on this planet that I'm going to influence or that mm-hmm. I would like to influence. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Lola's obviously a wet because she's here and she's mm. healthy, but mostly because she's making me change for the better. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I just want to be that person for her. Mm-hmm. That's shout, not dark. Shout out to you, Lola. You don't even know what the fuck's going on you right have now. No idea. But you have no idea how much you've changed my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't cry. But I, what I wanted to say was. We celebrated the year of this podcast happening. That was this year. And I think it's been a really interesting experience. Like, I don't, all three of us, I'm including Dinah, like, none of us are the type of girls to, like, really put ourselves out there. Like, if you know us and you think we're cool, like, in our inner circles, Mm -hmm. then it is what it is. But I think... You know, like I have to applaud us for kind of going after something that we've always talked about mm-hmm. and never really executed. Because yeah. that's where we fucking fail yeah. on the execution. Yeah. We talk a good game, but we just say <clears throat> like, oh, well, maybe no. Yeah. Know. I mean, I don't know. Two- 2019 is going to be real fucking interesting. As per usual, I don't have very many expectations i hate that i hate resolutions intentions are fine i know that isn't intention just another word for resolution (laughs) i Ah! sure sure okay okay okay, resolution needed pr and now we call them intentions okay sure and I feel like it's nothing wrong with looking forward to the future and, and setting goals for yourself. I just hate the hype behind resolutions. I always have. So I don't really get into the declaring. Like, already, it's not even... I mean, well, wow. What day is it? It's the 30th. But, like, I would say, like, Christmas time, I was seeing people, like, the year in review, this is what I did. This is what I learned. This is what... And then next year going for it. And I'm just like, ugh. Okay, just do it then. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, that this whole episode has been just that. Yeah. And honestly, I'm cool with it. Like, if you feel like January 1st is your reset button, then so be it. Some people think it's their birthday. I like to think of my birthday as a new year, to yeah, be honest. Same. That I just like fireworks. So <laughs> <laughs> that's why I fuck with New Year's. But this is the first year that I literally have no New Zero Year's plans. plans. 
Okay, we'll talk about that off air. But what, anything else? No, I have nothing else. I've crossed everything off my list. Great. You? Well, no. I, oh, I think what I was going to say was that I don't like setting resolutions, but I do plan to keep Living Pepper Wet as a very constant part of my life going forward. Like, okay. 2019, we're still going to be here. You will see more of us. You all will see more of us. And um, like we said, if you want to talk to us, you can always reach out um, at Lemon Pepper Wet on Twitter and Facebook and Lemon Pepper Wet Pod on Instagram. We have personal accounts as well. We Okay, we have personal accounts. Yeah, we have personal accounts because I feel like we're both... Hi, way more active on our personal accounts. Yeah, this is true. I am at c.andrews. That's c.dot Andrews. On Instagram. Instagram. Period. That's all I do. I am at Bethane the Drug on Instagram. And you maybe you'll find me on Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Sometimes I'll be on there talking shit. Other times I just be liking lurking. Shit. Yeah, yeah, most of the time I'm lurking on everybody. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, shit. Yeah, you just, can yeah. reach out to us on our personal yeah, account. Yeah, for sure. All right. We love so you guys. We we love you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you. If you're still listening to if this, is I it, know we're inconsistent. Is anybody out there? Is anyone out there? <laughs> we're still here. We hope you are too. And we will see you in 2019. Happy New Year, guys. Bye.